Hey, Leah. Yeah, can you hear me? I can in the building. <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> now, now, as we wait for the room to fill up, can everybody inside the building, first of all, grab your emojis and give a very warm welcome to Leah McCourt, the curse McCourt. I don't even think that we should even go with the curse anymore because right now, right now, um, come on now, we can do better than the curse. But for now, I just need... What's that? <laughs> you know what? Let's workshop it. Let's workshop it in the half an hour that we've got with you. Okay. Now, because we've only got you for half an hour, I'm going to be mindful of that, and we're going to crack on swiftly. Okay. Um, I just want to say to everybody here, um, after you've given Leah a warm welcome with your emojis, um, just bear in mind that I will cut you short like hot pants if uh, any of you want to disrespect Leah. As oh, usual, the etiquette is prim and proper. We're going to treat our guests with the gravitas and the respect that they deserve. Leah is no different. So this is going to be an interactive discussion. It's going to be an interactive um, question and answer. So when I actually come to you after you've requested the mic, after myself and, and Kairos have done with the grilling, um, please be minded of the fact that seriously, we will actually um go off on you if you go off on leah but without further ado leah this has kind of like been um how can i put it well overdue you were supposed to be on the not the live that we had last night but the one before that ages and ages ago literally uh directly after your fight but that didn't happen but i'm pleased to have you on board now um First question, really. I I'm intrigued. I know that this is kind of like um, unheard of for you, but I know that there was a, a there was a, a weight issue. I know that there was an issue with weight cutting with your last fight with uh, Janae Harding. Just uh, talk us through what actually transpired there, what actually happened, and um, I'm sure there's more of a story than um, you've let on uh, so far. Now, it looks like you've gone down to listener mode for some reason. I'm going to invite you back up to speak. Kairos, just as um, Leah makes it back to the stage, um, how are you doing, my brother? I'm doing well. It's a great Saturday. Great day for Bellator MMA. Am I right? What are you talking about? We ain't watching uh, that UFC today. What's UFC? What is that? <laughs> what a beautiful day to be Scott Coker. But uh, now that Leah is uh, reconnected, Leah, did you hear any of what I just said there? No, sorry. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to take it from the top then. Again, welcome, 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 welcome. Rewind. I just wanted to say that it's unknown for you. It is unheard of for you to miss weight. What were the issues? I'm sure there were, there is a story. There's a backstory um, leading up to your last fight. Talk us through that. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, like I could, I could make ten million excuses, and I just don't even want to. Um, a lot, <laughs> a lot went on fight week, and as my name, the curse, uh, tells, I have a lot of like not bad luck, but there was a lot of issues coming into that fight. I was, I was kind of recovering from very bad COVID. I was come back off shoulder surgery, and to be honest, if I didn't need the money, I wouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been fighting. But, uh, you know, I needed to 
the um I obviously hadn't fought in over fifteen months and just, you know, I, I believed in myself to get there and get the job done. You know, the, the big upset was obviously missing weight and that to me is like losing. Like that, <laughs> I, look, that, that really I, I, I won't make any Sorry. You you cut out for a second there, Lee. I, I didn't quite catch the end of what you said there. I'm sorry. No, right. I was just saying, like I've never, like of the hundreds, of, the hundreds of times I've competed in judo and jiu-jitsu and fighting, like I've never missed weight. So it was a big, big thing for me. Um, I was cutting weight for nearly twenty-four hours the whole night, right up until weigh-ins, and my body yeah. just stopped sweating. And and I always never believe fighters would say my body stopped sweating, and I'm like oh my gosh, like I was in death's door and my body just wasn't sweating. I was doing baths for like 24 hours. It was, wow. It was just, yeah, and, do you know, and and my team didn't want me to fight. They were like, Leah, you can't do this. You, you're, your body, no matter what, you're like, you're so unwell. Like <laughs> the night before, and I just kept praying and kept believing, listen, if I get on those scales and if I turn up the fight, like God will show up and it'll happen. I'm just, I'm, I'm so, so proud of myself for even... The, the biggest fight was for me was making it to that to that night and um, um, it's just a, it's a lesson for the future well you know something we're proud of you too and i'm sure the collective emojis which will be going up now kind of like uh our testimony to that because yeah. it did make me wonder because having known you before and like i've never seen uh anything near um in terms of um weight cutting issues ever with you so it was a bit of a shock it was a bit of a surprise but i mean i must say you will know and um I, I make no secret of this. I'm a big Liam McCourt fan, but I was oh, in you. kind of I, I was in kind of like heart, heart palpitation mode when it looked as though you were struggling ever so slightly um, in the opening stanza. I mean, am I right? From from your perspective, was it a little bit more of a challenge than you'd actually anticipated? Not really. Not uh, do you mean in the fight? Yeah. Not really. I knew she was going to be tough. I knew the first round I was going to have to weather a storm. Um. I knew she was she was strong. She was fit. She had over double the fights of me. You know, obviously I was come back from major shoulder surgery, and I knew it was a big test. But again, I just had to believe in myself. I always think, no matter what opponent you have, no matter who you have, you can always find a way to win. And that like goes through everything I've ever competed in. I've always been like least experienced, had the least kind of um, I don't know, you know, experience in that field. And I just, I just, I knew I, knew I could do it. And you know, it was a big surprise. You know, the, the first round was tough, and I did rather some yeah. storms. But it's a fight. Do you know what I mean? You're going to have moments that you're getting beat, and you're going to have moments that you're you're down. And it's just about how you come back from it. And that's just like that's just me. <laughs> Always make it hard for myself, but I get the job done. <laughs> well, it's brilliant that you did actually get through it, and it's amazing to see. Just to reset the room, we are now in conversation with Liam McCourt. This is a uh, opportunity for fans to quiz Leah and I'm going to try and rattle through as best I can and as quickly as I can in terms of the questions okay. that I've got and um, Kairos I know wants to jump in with a few questions as well but I'm going to continue the questioning until I'm going to hand over to Kairos and then we're actually going to get fan interactive questions as well you know you and your kind of um, I would class you as um, uh, stable mates as it were um uh, Kavanaugh. Um, yes. I, I would say that you're kind of like looking at the rankings, you're very, very close together. And Sinead Kavanaugh and you are obviously in the same division as well. Let's just imagine that um, the next fight that you actually um, 
are matched up against uh, <coughs> is is a number one contender let's just imagine yeah. that yeah would that be the sort of scenario that would see you and Sinead Kavanagh um clash do you know I don't know I just don't think you know, there's so many girls in our division um I don't see the need for that fight unless one of us were world champion and we we're fighting for a world title to be honest I think Sinead deserves the title shot before me Oh, right. she, yeah, I said this in my, my post-fight interview. I think that she has proved herself and she's, you know, has a lot, had a lot more fights, a lot more experience, a lot more years fighting than me. And I do think that she deserves that cyborg title shot. I think she should have got it over Leslie Smith. And I think, you know, for her and her son and her family and her life, like she, she deserves that. And I would love to see her go on. And, I, and I, to be honest, I think she can get the job done. I think she has the power in her hands to, to, to be the champion. And I would love to see that. Like, I'm a big fan of Sinead and her son and you know she, she's helped me in fight camps before she's helped me train them before and you would love to see her get what she deserves fantastic just before I go on with the, the next or my final question before I'm going to hand over to Kairos and um, maybe Phil the MMA dude who might want to chime in as well but just to let everybody know to let more people know that we are here having conversations with Liam McCourt do tweet my latest tweet um, or even tweet your own, just to let people know that you're in here. Um, you can do that by the up arrow, which is on the bottom right of the navigation bar. But also just to say, if this space crashes, because it's very much in beta mode, if you're following me, I will actually open up this space again. So if it in, indeed does crash, um, which actually happened last night, um, I will open it up again and we'll get even more people in here. But, you know, Leah, just, speak, just sticking with SBG and SBG, as a camp. Obviously, I think it'd be remiss of me um, not to ask about one of the mainstays and one of the main names down there, and that's Conor McGregor. Um, does it help or hinder um, the SBG brand having Conor out here with, you know, the recent tweets, which, okay, he deleted. Does that kind of like bring notoriety to SBG or does that, in, in a way, does it hinder SBG, considering the, the 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 abhorrent tweets that Connor has been tweeting. Um, see, to be honest, I don't have much of a, an opinion on it. You know, everybody can only control themselves and how they conduct themselves and what they speak about and how they view things. So, you know, I I very much focus on my own career. Um, I'm actually in Owen Roddy's gym, so I'm separate to the me and SBG, and we. Yeah. It's, it's very like it's very different. We're just very very focused on training, very very professional very business like when I go training I go in and I leave you know so to be honest I don't really have a lot to say about that I totally understand right I'm going to bring uh Kairos in now who might have a couple of questions we are fast running out of time this is only supposed to be a 30 minute <laughs> Q&A and damn we're halfway through already me with my uh my 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 rambunctious questions Kairos come in yeah I just got a quick question maybe it's like two questions into one but um first thank you for coming here we appreciate that and um, my okay. question, my question is, uh, in your current gym as well as in your like own mind, do you feel comfortable like going to other gyms to get different looks, or is that like type of culture promoted in your gym, or do you feel like a little different about that? Because I see a lot of martial artists that kind of refuse to do that, even though I feel like it would be for the betterment of their career. Um. You know, I very much from the start of my career, I've trained in a lot of different gyms. I've sparred in a lot of different places. I you know, train in the UK quite a lot. I have um, good training partners in Chantelle Cameron. She's a world champion boxer. She would, you know, we talk every day and 
you know, especially for me as a female, it's it's, it's very, very hard to get sparring partners. So it's, it's imperative to me, my success and going forward. I always, like, I travel and train quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's great to hear. Um, I'm not going to hog the mic. Thank you, though, so so much. Okay. Phil, the MMA D, before I open it up to um, the audience to actually ask their questions in the uh, dying embers of, wow, this, the, the, I'm just shocked at the time it's going so quickly. Phil, come in. Yeah. Hi, hi Leah. Thanks so much for taking the time, first hi. of all. Really appreciate it. So uh, my question for you is, is pretty simple. What what do you think? What what attributes about you know your fighting your fighting style do you think can uh, trouble Cyborg uh, if and when hopefully you get that title shot hopefully very very shortly. Um. Yeah. Obviously, you know Cyborg is is a vet. There's a big difference in the top ten between you the, the kind of top three four are vets of the sport. They're like pioneers, like. I look at the, the rankings and I'm like, is this real life? Like, am I really here? <laughs> it is. Um, I think I'm not ready for that fight yet. I don't think, like, I'm very honest and very realistic with my own abilities and, and my progression. I think, you know, it is in my destiny to be a world champion. And I do really believe I will be. Um, for me, I'm taking every fight and trying to, like, level up as much as I can every fight. You know, I feel like I've been performing at 3%. Like, I definitely don't feel like I've shown the real Leah yet because of a lot of outside factors, outside the cage, a lot of stuff that happens in my outside life. I feel like I haven't even shown 1% of my potential yet. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to, you know, things clicking, things coming together and me showing that I am worthy of a title shot and I'm worthy of, of to, to be a champion one day. Perfect. Thank you so much. Now, Leah, in eight weeks' time, we've got Bellator London happening on the 1st of October, and I noticed hey! a very cryptic... I'm, I'm a big fan of Colombo, and um, I noticed a very cryptic uh, tweet in your timeline which said, eight weeks, are you going to be on the Bellator London card? And can you share with us, because, you know, this is a very uh, bo uh, boutique group of people, um, and I'm sure they can keep a secret... Are you going to be on the card, and who will you be facing? Um, potentially, I'm going to be on that card, and I'm waiting to hear about opponents, obviously because of travel and visas and restrictions. So if all goes to plan, I will be on Bellator London. Amazing. Now, okay, different question, but uh, I suppose same sort of track. If there were a route to Cyborg, um, who would be your ideal next opponent then? I, I don't like I really don't <laughs> I say to Jane for the mic they know I never pick opponents I never turn down opponents I literally just say yes to whoever's fighting every fight is going to be a challenge it's not like there's going to be easy fights at this level you know and everybody every fight's going to present themselves with different questions different different looks different scenarios so people I don't re I never look at people it's more the, the, the fight in itself and what what I can bring you know, obviously everybody has their own strengths and we look at that, but I, I never pick people or really, really don't care, to be honest. It's not, I don't care who's next or what, what route it is. I just, it's more about myself and if I, if, if and when I can bring out the performance in a fight that I know I can. Do I know I've got, I'm on a five fight win streak? I know I'm, I'm getting the wins, but again, I feel like, you know, I, I left that cage feeling beaten the last time. You know, I just feel like I'm not showing what I, what I'm, what I can really do and, and, and when I start to be able to do that in the cage that's when I'm gonna you know, um, 
you know, kind of chase that title shot. Okay, definitely hear that. Now, we're going very quickly to the fans. Um, Colin Murphy, um, the mic is yours, my brother. Colin? I think Colm had the mic, and uh, maybe it's because of the gravitas in which you speak, Leah. He's he's run away. Okay. So just whilst just whilst we queue up the next um, uh, fan in terms of uh, questions, I've got a question for you. you. We've obviously um, got a fantastic card um, tonight, Bellator 263, and uh, a couple of wonderful Irishmen on there, Mr. Crosby and Mr. Moore. Now, what can we expect from these two individuals? And, um, you know, ha have you actually seen them in terms of their preparation and um, what they were about to unleash? Yeah, I think I think everyone knows Kiefer and Brian are two Irish warriors. They're, you know, they've been around a long time. They're highly skilled. They, they, they have confidence. They believe in themselves and they're going to bring... I think they're going to bring big performances to LA tonight. I think it's a great fight for Kiefer, a great test. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him coming back after obviously his loss in his last fight, which was, you know, an unfortunate um, doctor stoppage. Um, but Kiefer always brings a brings a exciting fight to any card he's on. Uh, and Brian again, he's he's so highly skilled. I think he should be heading towards the title shot soon. Incredible. Jimmy, um, Jimmy Clark, your mic is now live. Do you want to shoot your shot in terms of question? Hey, Leia, I wanted to ask you, um, I think you're absolutely gorgeous, and I'm wondering, as an attractive women's fighter, have you ever faced any issues because of that in gyms from other women or just MMA in general being a woman, woman in MMA? Um, no, to be honest, I think the boys just look at me as another boy in a gym. <laughs> they just <laughs> they show up. I'm professional. They know, you know I'm very um, strict in my training. I don't, I don't talk a lot in the gym. I don't, I'm not very approachable. So just, it's, all, it's all business in the gym. And you know, obviously I've got um, <clears throat> great training partners, great coaches, and that's never been an issue. Was that your question, Jimmy? You, you done? Yes, thank you. Okay, anybody else out there who wants to ask a question, um, do request by using the mic symbol on your left-hand side. Um, Lee, I've got a question for you. In terms of um, the rest of the card this evening, is there anybody in particular or is there a fight in particular that you are looking out for or particularly interested in? Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to um, AJ and Pitbull. I think it's such an exciting fight. Um, AJ's a phenomenal highly skilled young fighter and obviously Pitbull's a vet so it's going to be really interesting to see what way that fight plays out if Pitbull brings a big test to AJ um, I think that's probably the fight I'm most looking forward to I mean just on that I'm, I'm glad you raised that because you would see that in the run up to this I mean off and on there's been a little bit of needling there's been a little bit of shit talking but it all kind of like spilled over at the press conference in your mind what is out of bounds when it comes to shit talking because I know you, you don't do that at all but when do you think that a person has actually stepped over line for the line over the line um yeah I always say I have so much drama in my own life I don't need to create any fake drama <laughs> to sell fights um I don't know like I can see why the guys do it why they want to build hype why they want to get promotion and attention I suppose um 
when it when it becomes when they talk about other people rather than just their opponent when they bring other people into it, I think there's no need for that. Okay, because this one was obviously quite pointed because they're talking about families, and for me, I, I'm I'm a I'm an old school kind of like Scarface adage guy. I'm not sure if you've seen Scarface the movie where starring um, uh, Al Pacino, but in it, you know, he's he's got this credo. No women, no children. And I kind of like subscribe to that as well. I mean, yeah. if you're having beef, don't bring women into it. Don't bring children yeah. or families into it. I mean, are you the same? Okay, yeah, of course. You know, I would definitely agree. And speaking about women or speaking about kids or families, like it's just that's just like irrelevant, totally irrelevant to the fight. Absolutely, absolutely. So just before we do um, wrap up now, we're, we're literally in the dying embers of, of the 30 minutes that we've got with you. And thank you so much for sparing the time. I just wanted to give Kairos um, an, another heads up if you wanted to ask a quick question before we do actually wrap up with uh, my final question. Kairos. Yes. Um, I'm glad that you brought up the fact that you had to take into account that you're a woman and it's hard to find different training partners. And I want to go into that perspective again, once again. So we recently saw that Invicta FC is no longer on fight pass and they're trying to do their own thing with pay-per-view. What do you think in your mind is the way to continue to grow women's mixed martial arts? Like what is the scenario, whether it's through social media, whether it's through them doing their own branding, whether it's through them linking up with other like promotions and organizations in your mind, what do you think is going to make it explode even more? I think, you know, telling their story, you know, I know you see a lot of like embedded and see stuff, you know, about the guys and the main events. I think women and my fighters probably have really interesting stories and backgrounds and I think do that that's a, a nice way to do it, to you know, about where they've come from, where they've what they've came through and um, you know, what's led them into into fighting the mixed martial arts would be a nice way to do it rather than I know a lot of the female my fighters are turning to um other other ways. <laughs> Okay, I see you where you're going. Okay, thank you. I remember just a while ago, Leah, you were saying that obviously you're looking forward to Pitbull versus McKee, but you didn't actually say who you feel is going to actually walk away with the win. Um, can I press you on who is going to be the victor at Bellator 263? Uh, I know I hate calling fights because I just think it's just so, like, it's just anything can happen, obviously. It's just, so many ways to win, so many ways to lose, but I think AJ is that little bit more skilled. Um, he might be that little bit more composed when he's in there. I know Pitbull's quite emotional, so my money's going to be on AJ. Okay. Um, I was about to say, do you want to like bet some press-ups or push-ups on that? But <laughs> I, 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 I just can't help but agree with you. I, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. with you there. Definitely with you there. So, in terms of, I mean, getting back to Bellator London, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued as to when we were actually going to hear a, a solid definitive answer on, you know, your opponent. And um, I'm going to put it out to the audience just so that I can queue up a few of these before we do actually say goodbye to Leah. If there is anybody out there who has a better um nickname for Leah the curse McCourt um I want you to come to the stage I want you to request the mic obviously you request the mic um on the left hand side because we want to hear I'm sure there are some better names out there but yeah in terms of like timeline um Leah when can we expect to hear about your opponent when I know you will know okay <laughs> 
amazing so you're going to give you're going to give wocast um stroke shots by the exclusive we're going to have you down as a, an exclusive guest are we well i'll i'll try my very best i will <laughs> you know I've, I've been incredibly rude i've invited um phil the mma dude up here to, to speak but i haven't allowed him to ask one final question phil was there a final question that you wanted to ask before we go back to the audience who i'm i'm hoping will have a better fan name or will have a better i'm um, sorry a nickname than the curse yes phil. absolutely thank you so much michael so my final question leah is you know let's say hypothetically that Sinead kavanaugh does get that belt from cyborg would there be any awkwardness or any hesitation from you in fighting her? Or, or would that just be, it is what it is at this point. She's the champ. You want that belt and there's no problem. Yeah, there'd be no problem. There'd be no beef between me and Shania. Like, we're both moms. We're both professional fighters. And, you know, obviously both want to be champions. So, there'd be no problem. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. You know, once um, people actually um, get in their minds about the nicknames and they request them, I'm going to bring them up. But you know, one thing that's been kind of like in the back of my mind, I just wondered what your thoughts were on um, basically the story that which transpired in in the run up to a recent bout. And I'm not sure if he actually attends the same. Um, or SBG uh, branch as you, um, you'll know that he's a gregarious young man. And um, he parted ways with Chris Fields. Now, I, I'm trying to get in my mind whether you're part of... Um, actually, no, no, I'm that, not. That, no. Right. I just wondered, wondered whether you had a, a take on that, because obviously Chris Fields being uh, a prominent um, figure on, on in mixed martial arts. He's obviously got his own branch with um, KF MMA. Um, apologies for the slight confusion there. He was SPG, but now has his own branch. But I just wondered your take on that whole split. Um, it's very. I don't know. I, th <laughs> I think Ian's a superstar. I think he's going to be incredible. Um, I hope he finds a good base and a good solid team to work with. You know, obviously going into the FC because. <clears throat> Your team really makes you. Um, but I know Chris is a great guy um, and a great coach. I don't really know. I don't really have, like, it's not none of my business what went on. So just hope, I do wish for success for both of them. I'm sure Chris has a lot of younger um, guys that are coming up that will be successful as well. He'll be, he'll be able to make that UFC walk with them. Okay. Well, we have about run out of time. Um, it doesn't look like anybody was gutsy enough to actually put forward their um, nickname. You know what? We're going to workshop this on, on the timeline then because whilst we do have a, quite a few people in here, uh, nobody has been ballsy enough to uh, request the mic and to put forward uh, your wonderful new nickname. So we're definitely going to take this to the, to the timeline and get this kind of like worked out for you. But Leah, I know that you are fantastically busy. I know that you are juggling quite a lot at the moment. And I want to thank you for oh, no the, 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 the time that you actually spend with us this half an hour. And um, I, I, I firstly um, just wanted to reiterate that we'd love to be the platform by which or who oh. you actually share your good news, your good fortune with who you're facing on the 1st of October. And thank you, though, for sharing with us that you will indeed be at 
Bellator London. So I want to see a flash of emojis just to thank um, Leah for turning up, for coming um, and speaking with us and for giving you know fans the opportunity to ask questions. So if I can have a, a shower of emojis for Leah McCourt, um, who at the moment is called the curse, but uh, will no longer be the curse if we can have anything to do with that. So shower emoji just before I shut down this space and thank Leah McCourt once again. Thank you, Leah. We'll see you on the timeline. And um, I'm really hoping that, um, you know, we, 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 we do get another spirited battle come the 1st I'm of sure October. you will, with loads of drama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the drama, as you know. Until then, Bye, guys. peace. Thanks,